are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You, you know it's serious business when this guy is sharing the camera with me or the microphone with me if you're listening on the podcast. Yes, that is Justin Thin of 24-7 Sports. But before I even let him get a single word off on today's episode, hey, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, lockedonspartans at gmail.com. All right, that's enough blabbing from me. Justin, tell us everything that we ever have to know about football recruiting because, my God, is it a white-hot month for your Spartans. <laughs> is there something happening this month? Um, Yeah, uh, Devin Royal uh, taking a oh. visit from the MSU basketball team uh, June 17th. Uh, June I don't 17th. know if anything's going on for football, but, yeah, that's what I know for basketball at least. And they might yeah. they might announce an assistant coach this month at some point. Yeah, let's, too, talk, so. yeah. let's talk about yeah. Devin Royal for a while. Sure, let's do it. Yeah, thirty minutes. Let's go. Let's go for it. Yeah. So great player. So so Devin Royal. Uh, no, no okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. So they have uh, 42 guys visiting so far that we know of uh, for football this month. Yep. 41 OVs, and then Jaden Wayne as an unofficial uh, starting tomorrow. So yeah, tons of action here, and I'm hoping that I can sleep a collective of 42 hours this month. So sure. we will see how that goes. But uh, yeah, essentially, uh, I know I've used the word unprecedented a few times when describing the weekend, but that really is the, the best way to describe it. Michigan State has three five stars on campus this weekend, uh, all of them from outside of the region, one from Texas, oh, yeah. one from Georgia, one from Washington. I don't know if Michigan State has ever had three five stars from out of the region visit in a single calendar year. Maybe, maybe they have, and someone can tell me about that. But uh, as far as I know, that has not happened, and these guys have had it uh, happen in one weekend. It, it, it's unbelievable. So is this – because obviously this is going to be a, a month-long event here. Every single yeah. weekend has a lot of star power coming in. With three five-stars, four four-stars, and three three-stars visiting this weekend, and I also want to add a caveat to the three three-stars at the end, two of them are already commits, Bo Edmondson, mm-hmm. Jonathan Slack, and that third three-star – Oh, yeah, still a top 400 player in the country in Sham Umarov, offensive mm-hmm. tackle from Georgia. Is this the biggest weekend of the month, or is there still another weekend where you're like, uh, this that one might actually be bigger somehow? Hmm, that's a very good question. I think this is – I think you cannot go wrong if you say this weekend is bigger or the July 11th uh, or the, the June 10th, 11th, 12th weekend is bigger because sure. – so this is where you have the most top top tier talent, and then you also in the three five stars. Then you also have the number one interior offensive line target in Madden Sanker, the number one tight end target in Jelani Thurman, and then even Sham Umarov. Uh, he's a composite three star, but he's a twenty four seven Sports four star. He's somebody that can commit, and Coach Cap would take his commitment right away. So yeah, just a lot of talent this weekend. You also have Demetrius Bell, who's one of only two wide receivers that they're allowing to take an OV to Michigan State. So yeah, very good weekend here. But then if you start looking at June 11th, you or June 10th, you have Caleb Presley, four-star corner from Seattle. 
You have Ryan Yates, four-star safety from Texas, committed to LSU. You have Enal Etta. Everyone knows about Enal by now. You have Andrew DePape. Uh, He's a great recruiter, so you want him around all those guys that weekend. You have Jordan Hall, one of the top linebacker targets. You have Jamal Anderson, another top linebacker target. Obviously, Kedrick Risano, the the running back commit. Clay Whedon, King Mack, Brendan Parachek. That's where the four stars end for the June 10th. Then you have three-star Elijah Page, who's now a 24-7 four-star. He has all the offers you could want. Jaden Bonsu, all the offers you could want. Ohio State wants him badly. Those are the three stars. Terrence Green, a top 400 three-star from Texas, defense lineman. And Colton Hood, a three-star, the lowest-ranked recruit visiting that weekend who the Spartans would take happily at corner immediately. So you have, from top to bottom, 14 guys so far publicly announced. One more will be joining that fleet here in a matter of a few days. He would be ranked ahead of all the other ones that I've just mentioned. So that weekend, I would say personally, is bigger just because I don't get caught up in the five-star element too much. And I think if you're landing top 150, top 200 guys in bigger quantities, it means more than just one five-star. So my answer would be June 10th, but anyone saying June 3rd would not be incorrect. I like that. I mean, yeah, I'm all for anyone that's in the top. I'll I'll even go further than you. If you're a top 300 kid, if you're a top 400, that that, that kind of tickles my fancy over here. But yeah, I mean, anyway, you slice it. Massive weekend. And you also pointed out in your piece yesterday, that's for free on 247sports.com. And hey, if it's free, it's for me. So uh, 29, four stars or higher. I mean, safe to say, I probably should have led the episode with this question, but safe to say this is the biggest month in MSU recruiting history. Is that like, we're, we're both young folks, so maybe yeah. we're, you know, more recency biased, but I got a hard time believing that even like back in the 80s or 70s that they yeah. had weekends like this. So, but for sure, for yeah. all intents and purposes, biggest weekend ever, or biggest yeah, I would month say ever, so. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was talking to Jack Ebling, who would know better than most people about sure. the historical context of, of recruiting, and he said he's never seen anything like this month. And um, I guess March and April were kind of following this same trend. Um, But a lot of those kids were not going to commit. So the stakes were kind of lower. You were simply just trying to hope that that you can lock them in for June OVs. And Michigan State checked that box um, across the board with pretty much all of them. Um, So, yeah, like because because we were talking about how unprecedented March and April were. And we were not wrong. That's definitely the case. Right. It's just the end goal of those visits is not to land commitments per se. It's to lock in OVs. So now that you've locked in OVs, a lot of these kids are willing to commit in the summer. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. So the stakes are higher this time around than they were two months ago. And yeah, 42 kids locked in, 43 here soon, 29, four stars are better. And if Michigan State lands even seven of these 29 four or five stars, just seven, they will have 11 in the class total, and that would tie the school record for four stars in a class. So they wow. just have to go seven for 29 to land the most four-star or higher class in program history. Now, is that on top of the three four-stars they already have? Is that Correct, that just- correct, okay, correct. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. To, to combine with those guys, they need seven more. And you're you're looking at 11, and then I think it's 11. Maybe maybe it's three four stars, and you're looking at 10. Either way, they need eight or seven four stars, and they were already looking at a historical class. You land any more than that, which I expect oh. them to, you will be you'll be fine. It's all gravy. <laughs> that, that's a okay on our end. So uh, speaking of like numbers like that, what any indication of how many guys we as MSU fans should be expecting? 
to commit because I talked about this on yesterday's show is that just because they take visits in June doesn't necessarily mean they'll commit two days later like Caden mm-hmm. Hauser did. But he was a very yeah. rare circumstance last right. year. Like Alex Van Sumeren took a, almost two months after yeah. his official visit to commit. Gates Jr. took a month. Jack Nickel took nearly two months to mm-hmm. commit after his official visit. Yeah. Is this year going to be different or is it going to be – Kind of the same as last year where we should expect like a month or two month break. I think this time around you can expect an even longer delay because these are higher ranked kids than Michigan State has recruited before. They're having all these SEC schools and uh, schools from far away continuing to work at them. Um, Last year it, it was Michigan State had a lot of highly ranked kids on the board as well. But it's a little different when you have somebody like um I mean, I guess you take your pick, but we, we can go Caleb Presley, who, um, like, yeah, Michigan State, if they make a great impact on him this weekend, could become the leader. But at the same time, he has USC, Oregon, Texas A&M, some SEC schools, all trying to vie for his commitment. So these kids are not going to be in a rush to to come mm-hmm. to a decision and lock down their recruitments because they're not in a in danger of losing their spot. That's what it comes down to. Some kids that are kind of in the top four, five, 600 range, they might lose their spot if they wait too long. In this case, not really many of Michigan State's recruits would lose their spot except on the offensive line just because they have so many talented kids that they're bringing in there, maybe at the gotcha. defensive line a little bit. So I would say more patience is required this year than last year. Uh, but at the same time, there's always a couple kids that do things a little differently. So like Samson Okamola, I would expect him to maybe commit this summer despite being a five-star. Elijah okay. Page, I would expect him to commit this summer despite having offers from everybody you can think of. Um, uh, Sham Umarov, four-star. So like there's there's kids occasionally that'll, that'll buck the trend and, and just still commit in the summer anyway, even if they don't have to worry about losing a spot. But for the most part, I would say more patience is required this year than in years past. Right on. Awesome. And I, of course, I'm going to have more, you know, football recruiting questions pertaining yeah. to this month, Michigan State and all that fun. But uh, Justin, I just got to say goodbye to you just for a hot second here. I'm going okay. to miss you a lot, but I just got to preach to the people about betonline.net. Once again, like we are still in the thick of an awesome sports season, whether it's the NBA finals going on, the, the, the race of the Stanley Cup is heating up. We got another horse race here in a hot second. That's right. The Belmont is going to be any one of these weekends. I always forget which one it is, but hey, when it starts, betonline.net is going to have you taken care of because why? Well, they're the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fight news from MMA to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and so much more. So head to the website today. Use your mobile device. Learn more about the trends in action. That's a bet online where the game starts. And before welcoming Justin Thin back onto the show, his lovely face. Hey, uh, gang, we, we got a survey that uh, we'd just love for you to take. Let us know what you do like, what you don't like about Locked On Spartans. Uh, that is at LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get it started. It won't take very long. Everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Once again, that is LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. And I already know that one of the comments is going to be, get Justin Thin on the show more, as if we don't already do that <laughs> enough. But, uh, hey, there we go. Um, Justin, where, where do I want you want to start this out? I still got like a thousand more questions uh, that I want to go through. But it sounds like to me that 
they, they do have in mind, the, and by they, I mean the coaching staff at Michigan State, they have in mind the positions that they really want to hone in on and fill out. Yes. And an example of that is the roughly 57 kids that play defensive line that are going to be mm-hmm. visiting here this month. Or on the contrary, just like you said last segment, they're only letting, what, two wide receivers visit yeah. this month? So right. It looks like there's an emphasis on certain positions. Is, mm-hmm. is that true or is Absolutely. that just kind of the way it goes? Okay, perfect. Yeah, so, so they, the <laughs> they have um, a huge need at defensive line and offensive line just because that's where – like you can win the Big Ten um, if things go your way without having great trenches. Mm-hmm. But then you get to the playoff and then you kind of get beat up if you don't have – great offensive and defensive line play so you need um the, the formula needs that needs to be followed is what michigan state is doing this offseason of that's where they're prioritizing the positions and plus in the portal era you can easily find wide receivers running backs um linebackers gotcha. and safeties if you need to in the portal what you cannot find in the portal at least not very very widely are defensive ends specifically ones that can get after the quarterback you can find run stuffing dns like like drew jordan but sure. people that can really make a difference rushing the passer you won't find many in the portal and then you won't find offensive tackles in the portal as through high school recruiting and any other positions you can basically fill in the the cracks through the portal obviously they're still going to be recruiting those positions through the high school ranks but you need way more bodies at those positions I mentioned than at maybe say wide receiver. Right on. Gotcha. And that makes sense. So it's kind of a combination of both, right? Like that they need that position group, like the defensive lineman, but also like it's, it's no mystery that, you know, you're getting these guys like Vic Burley, David Hicks, Jaden Wayne, because of, Brandon Jordan, Marco yeah. Coleman. I mean, is is it like truly a hundred percent? Those are the reasons, or is, yeah. are any of these guys telling you like, no, I'm actually coming to Michigan State for a different reason? That's not this all-world defensive lineman coach. I mean, I think I know the answer, but yeah, on the off chance that it's a different answer, have you heard anything else? Yeah, David Hicks said he's coming to Michigan State because of Barrio. No, Good. Yeah, um, it's, awesome. big Eastside Fish uh, Fry guy. Yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> so, so they have uh, they have given indications in the past. For example, Jaden Wayne, when he was offered by Michigan State, he didn't really know a single thing about the program. He okay. had never talked to Mel Tucker before the that that time when he got the offer. And really, his thing was he, he was talking to Corey Robinson uh, right around when he got that offer. And he basically goes, yeah, Brandon Jordan's hired there. Michigan State's making my top schools list, even though they just offered me tonight and my list is dropping tomorrow. So like Brandon Jordan is the key there. Vic Burley, now there in Georgia, it's it's a lot of Brandon Jordan, but it's also Marco Coleman when it comes to Vic Burley because that's where Marco Coleman kind of um, has his back uh, Florida area. But also, obviously, B2 Jordan has a huge influence. And then Mel Tucker's name carries a lot of weight in Georgia. He's a guy that the fans kind of indirectly credit for the defense that was built here when they won the national title. They they understood that when he left, it was to become a head coach at a Power 5 program at Colorado. They have mm-hmm. nothing but respect for him. And he's, he's kind of just beloved down there in Georgia. So that helps with Vic Burley a little bit. And then DJ Hicks, that's all BT Jordan. BT Jordan has worked with him on a on a daily basis since middle school. And it's not one of those relationships where the kid worked with BT Jordan twice and then looked at his NFL results and is kind of intrigued, like Andrew gotcha. DePape. 
this is he worked with him like Monday, Wednesday, Friday since eighth grade type of thing. So I'll be T. Jordan there with, with David Hicks. That's massive. And another thing that fascinated me too is that what the, I think there's two kids from Michigan taking official visits to Michigan State this month, and they're both commits. It, it's Jonathan Slack, the guy out of Martin Luther King <laughs> in Detroit, and then tight end Brennan Parachek out of Dexter. Why the lack of emphasis for Michigan recruits? Is it just not yeah. really a, a world class cycle this year? Is it because Michigan State is that national brand, a cocktail of both, or what? Why is it no, no love for the great state of Michigan? Yeah, twenty twenty three cycle. So I think uh, the answer is it's it's a little bit of both, but the answer is probably like sixty percent a bad class in the state and forty okay. percent the national brand because. The 2024 class has a lot of talent in the state of Michigan and Michigan state is probably recruiting like three times as many 2024 kids in the state of Michigan than 2023, even though this is the current cycle. So it. It, it, it is a, a lot of the fact that it's one of the worst states, uh, one of the worst years I've seen for the state of Michigan in a long time. And we thought some of the previous years were down. Like we thought 22 was kind of down. 21 was kind of down. But this this kind of sets a new low for the state. But 2024 is coming strong, so that's good to see. But at the same time, yeah, Michigan State's getting responses from kids they were not getting responses from before the 11-win season, before Tucker started to brand himself nationally. So they're definitely going to be taking advantage of that and, and extending the net. And um, that's not just my opinion or what I've gathered, that Saeed Khalif uh, said, um, I think it was – either in an interview or to a reporter in an article, he said himself, last year, some of these kids that we're trying to talk to now were not responding. Now they're responding and they want to visit. Uh, so they have to, mm. they going to take advantage of that. Shame, shame. That's right. Always respond to your text <laughs> messages, folks, as I look down at my phone and I have 59,000 uh, unread emails. So, oh boy, yikes. Um, so speaking of the 2024 class, like, are there any 24 visitors coming this month or is this month strictly just for the, uh, the, the party of 2023? Yeah, there's definitely uh, 2024 kids visiting. I have some okay. names here that I can pull up, but for the most part, those kids don't announce like three, four, five weeks in advance like the OVs do. Because the OBs, sure. you kind of need to be invited by the staff. You need to worry about the logistics. The staff and the player has to coordinate on paying for the visits and stuff like that. But in terms of unofficial visits, the kids can literally just decide, hey, next weekend I'm going to Michigan State. So that that news kind of trickles in uh, periodically. But yeah, like right now, uh, Michigan State is set to host uh, Kayla Beasley, a top 100 player from Tennessee on June 9th. 2025 DJ Pickett, who already has over 30 offers, I believe. Um, you have the next year's version of DJ Hicks in David Stone, meaning he's a kid from the South who's a top 10 five-star defensive lineman that worked with BT Jordan. So he hadn't worked with him as much as DJ Hicks, just a one or two off thing, but enough to get him to visit. And then he's coming with his teammate, Xavier Sims, who's a top 250 kid. And then you have the man himself, Seatbelt Fegan, coming on uh june 21st so like these are just the ones that like the kids that have come to us and told us about their visits but we'll be doing a lot more work and, and, and getting those names too but as you can already see a lot of high upper echelon talent here let's talk about the story of the offseason now i should just let off the entire show with this because this is the biggest story going on in east lansing right now but the creative department for michigan state football has has lost some key members here 
How big is that when it comes to recruiting, like guys that make these photoshops or these sick videos? And is MSU going to have these guys around for the month of June to make these sweet edits of these four-star and five-star kids? And I'm only saying this like half-joking because yeah. like, honestly, like they actually do enjoy this stuff a lot. But like, how big of an impact yeah. does that kind of make here for, for yeah. kids like this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if you have seen Twitter or something, you, you would kind of think that we just lost K-9 like thrice yes. over. <laughs> Yeah, Jay Johnson's um, out of here. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Brandon um, George just went to AM. and m it's, yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, those guys have done great work here. Um, oh, yeah. I was a big fan of, of Blaze and, and what he did with the videos and really the whole department. And it is in this industry, there's not any opportunities to move up unless you leave. Like you don't mm-hmm. get to move up inside of the same program very often. Also, the field is pretty saturated, and if you look across college football, the pay isn't what it should be and what these guys deserve. So because of that, it's an industry where there's going to be tons of turnover no matter what. At Michigan State, these guys had more visibility than a lot of other schools as creative people, so that's why it looks like it's a unique situation. But like at, at other schools, these guys are leaving at the same rate. They're just not people that their fan base knows or that Michigan State would know about them leaving. So it just has become a bigger story than than you would think. But that's just because these guys had a bigger visibility in MSU Twitter, and that's because of MSU Twitter's excitement and involvement in recruiting. But yeah, I, I don't think they'll have any issues um, filling these spots pretty soon. Uh, I know they get over 100 applications for each of these roles anytime they post them. There are a ton of people in the field which is unfortunately why the pay isn't what it should be is because right. there are that many people waiting in the wings to take over. So yeah, I think, yeah, you, you can look at it from both sides and you can see why those guys would want to leave, but also not have any fear that, that things will not be continuing to run smoothly at Michigan state. That's how I know you're a big time fan base is that you care when like the assistant yeah. graphic designer like leaves <laughs> and, that, that, and that's a big deal. Like that's, yeah. God, I, Love the offseason. I love this fan base. Um, one thing that I want to hit on really quick before I hit you with a random question at the very end is that Ryan Yates is visiting at some point this month. I forgot if it's next weekend or the one after that. But regardless, four-star defensive back commit, I believe, and he is committed to LSU right now. Fascinating thing there because I, I heard a rumor floated out, or not, maybe not a rumor, but a theory floated out that maybe he committed to LSU and he's going to be taking these official visits because, well – there might be that NIL bargaining chip attached to him. And he could say, well, this is what I'm going to do at LSU for X amount. And this isn't a Ryan Yates specific instance. Mm-hmm. Like this might be a thing that we see more and more of. Is this a thing that you think we see more and more of guys committing, walking in with a, a price tag, so to speak. and being like, this is the bar you got to clear. If you want me to commit to your school while they're on their official visits. Yeah. Or is that theory just all BS to you? I think um, that's that's kind of what happened with another defensive back that committed to LSU that is taking an official visit to Michigan State this month in Dalen Austin. That's just my okay. my speculation. That's not me saying that's what happened, but I, I believe that's the feel I have of that recruitment. So you're definitely spot on of that being a a strategy. That um, in terms of Ryan Yates, he's just always been really high on Michigan State, um, but mm-hmm. Michigan State um, had uh, a, a wider cornerback board earlier wider safety board and you can see like Jaden Bonsu Elliot Washington and like these guys that Michigan State is in on at at safety and and other ones too 
they just were not in a position to accept his commitment at that time. And he did want to commit at that time. And, uh, but he always said that if, as long as Michigan state lets me take my official visit, I would be taking my official visit there. So um, now I guess the ball is in Michigan state's court and how much they want on the OV and, and as soon as, but yeah, that's been a very interesting recruitment that the message board at least never lets die down. Always asking about Ryan Yates. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's uh, it, yeah. As long as Michigan state is interested in him, he will continue to reciprocate interest. So is Ryan Yates this year's Keontae Goodwin in the sense that like the message boards can't go eight hours without bringing <laughs> his name up? Is, is yes, this this so year's Keontae Goodwin? Okay, awesome, yes. perfect. How happy are you to not have to follow Keontae Goodwin anymore? And not not just the kid. The kid's a great kid by all accounts. But just the fact that the fan base, hand up, yeah. I was part of the problem, was feverishly asking about him every 16 <laughs> seconds. How, how thrilled are you that like that's just behind you in the review mirror yeah i i, th- I think the 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 reason that i'm kind of thrilled is that this time around every recruitment is a little more straightforward yeah. in terms of the battles in front of michigan state like yeah dj hicks texas A&M has a lot of resources but you weigh that against about as murky as it gets Jaden wayne is just who he's going to like the most big brother who's going to like the most with Keontae, it was always Vince Morrow had built a very close relationship with the family, with his mom in in ninth grade. So Michigan State had to go against that huge kind of entrenched bond that Morrow had built years ago. And then we could see that Keontae's heart was leaning towards Michigan State. But going against that four-year bond was always what made it more difficult than a regular recruitment to cover. So, yeah, it's it's refreshing to have these kind of recruitments where there's no four years of history that you have to weigh against what you're really hearing in terms of intel. See, there we go. And I, I want to get you out the door here. Thanks a ton for your time, first yeah. of all, for all your information. I, I know the listeners love it. The viewers uh, absolutely love it. So um, I'm going to put you in the hot seat right now. This is the, the hardest-hitting question I have for you. We've been doing start one, bench one, cut one here uh, here and there mm. the last week or so. So for you, uh, between the three, you got to start one, bench one, cut one. It's very self-explanatory. Eastside Fish Fry, Barrio, and the Brody Cafeteria. Start one, bench one, cut one, Mr. Brody, Brody is the easiest cut. That's just no, a, come such on. an easy cut. Oh, you know, no, this is over. Forget it. I, <laughs> Jeez. Listen, Brody. Brody is <laughs> Brody is good for the first week you go there. Then you realize that they don't change the menu. They don't have to. They don't they, change the winning recipe. Brody's only good the first four years here at Michigan State, in my opinion. That's that's how I see it. So anyway, as you were, I went. I went to Brody. I went to Brody for a week, and then I started eating at Case after that. And oh, I stand. No. I stand by my decision. And listen, so at case, you would have a different menu on Monday, a different menu on Tuesday, Wednesday, you had Nashville hot chicken sandwiches there. And it's, yeah, it was just, it was elite compared to Brody. So I'm, I'm a Brody slanderer at all, at any opportunity I get start. I would say Barrio. I mean, I, I, I think, I think I like East side better, but it's harder to find tacos than fried chicken that you really, really, really are like, this is elite. And I think there are some places in Detroit where you can go and get chicken. That's not a huge drop off from East side, but in terms of Barrio's tacos, the drop off is much bigger everywhere else in the state, in my opinion. The prophet has spoken right there. (laughs) Not only does he do recruiting, but he does Lansing area, 
eating opinions. I, I'm I, God, it's going to take me a while to get over that Brody slander right there. But uh, you know what? Um, that was me being nice. Because I didn't want to get oh, screwed by the university. Well, Justin, uh, love the first roughly twenty six minutes of this. Yes. and uh, yeah, the last two minutes, um, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk after the DMs, and I'll uh, <laughs> probably start crying once I hang up this call. But yeah, but, hey, awesome talking to you as always. I, I know the listeners absolutely love it. The viewers absolutely love it. And uh, man, what a month for Michigan State! And uh, can't think of a better way to kick it off than with talking about recruiting with recruiting you know expert himself here yeah. justin 24 7 sports you're the man jt hope you enjoy your weekend man thanks man appreciate you having me as always let's go all right gang uh, we'll be back monday next week three episodes per week starting for june and july it'll be like monday tuesday thursday that's where we're gonna go with as of now of course you know i like to call an audible every once in a while but yeah so that's gonna be it we'll be back monday have a great weekend everyone love you all